Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner, featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Welcome back, Jack. Welcome back from Hobart. You were away last week. We missed you. How was it? It was good and, you know, it was cold. Did you watch any movies down there? Uh, yeah, I actually did. What did I watch? I watched uh, Clock Watchers, this old film with um, Tony Collette and Parker Posey, and it was insane. It was, was it screening okay, somewhere? One of the best or? movies I've ever seen. That sounds like no. Bridie and I's movie night. We found a video store. We lost our way to Woolworths, and we found a DVD shop that was huge, but like for oh. lease and probably closing down before we were one of the last people to go there. And so we found this movie we've been looking for Very forever. Very romantic. And bought the DVD for $2. No, for a dollar. I love that. See, these little towns, when they close down, they just sell all those movies <laughs> off for so cheap. And for me, that's easier than finding a streaming site. That Oh my God, that's Seriously. a new web series for all of us to make. We go to small towns in Australia and find the last video stores. We right, someone write that idea down, please. <laughs> quickly, quickly, quickly. <laughs> um, so tell us about what's coming up on Movies, Movies, Movies today. You've got a guest in the studio. We've got a beautiful guest we who do. also is a personal friend. Her name's Victoria Thompson and she's going to come into the studio to discuss her next film project and how you can help support it and fund it. It's a Fijian Indian dramedy, basically about being reckless and missing out on a wedding, which I highly relate to because I've never been to a wedding before, famously. And also, it's a short film, so who doesn't want to be able to watch something short and snappy that's also inspired by Spring Breakers, which Jack hates and I love. Andre, that sounds great. That's coming up in Sydney Spotlight. Also for two reviews today, you're doing TV shows. Now, when you don't do movies for two reviews, I get a little bit confused. Mm. I, know, I don't know what's stressful. going on. Fair enough. But what, what I don't understand is you're reviewing a whole season of a TV show. Have you sat down and watched this in one sitting? There are two shows that are making waves at the moment, and they're really easy to find because they're just streaming online. And it's Pose Season 2, which is a fabulous FX show, and then Euphoria, the new vehicle and by Zendaya. Here's my thing, is like, if you have a show that has shots from New York kind of at the start of it, then it's a movie. It's, a movie. it's actually a movie. Fact. Yeah. So we get to review it. Movie news. Okay, I feel like I've said the word Sydney Film Festival about a thousand times. <laughs> Seriously, in the last I know enough few is enough. <laughs> um, so, but <laughs> we have a gal <laughs> from your earlier segment. What's uh, what? Can we ra- wrap this up? Yeah, What's the last piece of movie and news? Do you know what? We're wrapping it up with the sweetest way you could possibly wrap it up. Uh, Sequin in a Blue Room won the Audience Award, local gay as f film made by Sam Van Grinsman and Sophie Hatch has taken away. The winner of the Sydney Film Festival Audience Award, and it's also got into Outfest in LA, and which is the biggest uh, LGBT film festival in the world. But do you know what's going to win my Audience Award? What's is that? the trailer for Bad Trip with Tiffany Haddish and Eric Andre? Have you seen this trailer? No, oh I've God. heard about it. Right, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. I can't wait to watch that and Clockers with you. It's like okay. Jackass prank film, but with a narrative. I think it's actually busting up the form more than Goddard ever wished he could. Maybe you guys can analyze it in two reviews, just the trailer. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, so coming up in two reviews. Pose. That's right. It's yes. one of the uh, reviewees. I haven't seen it, but I have just a quick Google search. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. And also, after the first episode of season two premiered, it was immediately renewed for a third season, which is huge news for the show. We're going to review that first episode that basically convinced FX to be like, we need more episodes of Pose. It's got the largest transgender cast and gender non-conforming cast in TV history, and it's created by the genius Janet Mock, not Ryan Murphy. There I said it. Janet Mock's the actual genius behind yeah, the show. Yeah, by Brad and Ryan. But also, 
Um, Billy Porter just got a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. And another star of the show just Hollywood got a star. Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame, which is super exciting. So, Pose, find it online if you can. I'm preempting a positive review. Oof, you never yeah, know with us. You on. never know. We'll never find know. out in two reviews. Hey, Netflix doesn't usually reveal its viewership, so how many people are watching each show, but they've relaxed that rule a little bit for what? For Ava DuVernay's show movie, another confused situation of is it a TV show, is it a movie? It's four and a half hours. When it's they set s- in New York, though. So it it's does a movie. have set the shots of New York to yeah. it's set in which New York. define a movie. It's when they see us, and Netflix just tweeted, <laughs> biggest audience viewership in Netflix history. And when you're making Netflix history, you're going down in the books. It's about the Incarcerated Five, which was previously called the Central Park Five, who were five men who were convicted... Who didn't even know each other. Who were convicted of... Who were falsely convicted of a rape of a woman in the 80s. Huge news. And it was converted into a TV show, but more like a movie extravaganza. And it's going off. Oprah's already done a conversation with the men. Ava DuVernay's being lauded as a fabulous auteur. And it's just... It's killing Netflix. Is this the most watched thing on Netflix? Yeah, it's in like 198 countries. This story is the biggest thing in the world right now. It's beating a show called Lucifer, which is a Netflix TV show about the devil who now runs a nightclub in Los Angeles and then becomes a consultant to the LAPD. Okay, so that's a couple of things I've got to add to my to-watch list. <laughs> Lucifer and when they see us. I don't know if you have to add Lucifer. <laughs> no, you do. You really do. <laughs> okay, well, uh, stick around. Two Reviews is coming up next. You can find out what Jack and Andre have to say about Pose, which is out on FX and HBO's Euphoria, Euphoria which is the same director that did Assassination Nation. Let's go to a track now requested by Jack, our beloved film lord, by Lil Nas. It's family. You and SoundCloud me. SoundCloud Go Plus has all the tracks. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Nas X. Um, Should we not do that? So I'm probably going to get fired now. So instead, Jack and I are going to do our very own stand up. <laughs> when I was in Dark Mofo, we found this cool thing called Jazz Age Thirst Trap, which was just every single like a popular song by Billie Eilish and Lil Nas X, but done by jazz queens. Wow. <laughs> it was the most dark mofo thing there was. I, I think this uh, that ad's finished playing and we can actually go to that track cool. now. That's cool. We'll be back with two reviews. I promise no more ads. Sorry. <laughs> FBI, 94.5, this is Mornings.
Radio 94.5. Family by Little Nas X, you and me. I'm joined by Jack and Andre, my film lords, my beloved film lords. Can we say it on air? We love you, Brady. Oh! <laughs> don't, don't stop. It. Okay. One. No, no, no. Two reviews. Two reviews. Give me more reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. not doing movies as we said we are doing two reviews on two tv shows pose and euphoria which film lord will be going first i think i'm gonna go first this week jack yeah let's take a listen to a little bit of euphoria oh no oh, pose. pose 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 my bad Pay attention. i saw this modeling contest i ain't no model you're special I'm finally in charge and in control. You're in denial of what HIV is doing to your body. We got to fight for each other. Ballroom is not a trend. It's about family. Mm. Mm. Seriously, Live, Work, Pose Season 2 is back just in time for Madonna's Mad Max, which just hit number one today. In the first episode, our Shiro Blanca, Blanca feels optimistic that the Vogue video is going to be huge for the ballroom community, while everyone else just goes on living their lives. This season will definitely be American Horror Story, The AIDS Crisis, even more than the first, as the characters we know and love live with it longer and longer. And the most powerful moment comes when Billy Rod Porter's... Oh my God. Billy Porter's Pray Tell tells, calls out... Dominique Jackson's electorate abundance in full Marie Antoinette for sleeping on a die-in protest against the Catholic Church. Janet Mock, Our Lady J, Ryan and Brad reset all the drama. They've got the recipe now, I think, bringing Sunday dinners back. Sandra Bernhardt is also bringing her tough love more to the ward as a hardened nurse and activist. Renewed for a third season already, Pose feels like the only show that has everything you'd ever want to talk about. Pose forever, Blanca for president, I'm ready for the prequel. Mm, me too, me too. I didn't know that Heim were big in the 90s as well. <laughs> I heard that in the trailer just then. That was crazy. Uh, I agree. I think that Pose is one of the only shows that is tackling drama, activism, and... Uh, you know, filmmaking in the in an exciting way. Yeah, it's the only All thing three. that gives you the sort of endorphin rush of sport without actually having to watch any sport. And I didn't know, actually, this with the opening scene of the new season that there was an island off of New York City that was basically the cemetery for people who had died of AIDS. Yeah, that was one of the most heartbreaking moments of the episode. And it was originally a cemetery for people who died of tuberculosis, and in the 90s it was used to bury bodies of people who had died of AIDS. And there's a, there's sort of rocks on each one, which I think will develop into the AIDS quilt, which you can see, like, which is the most... If you don't know about the AIDS quilt, Google the AIDS quilt. It's one of the most beautiful art installations I and, think that the Earth has ever seen. And also Google Sandra Bernhardt, because she's now a series regular comedian oh, from New York City. And she's, India Moore. Yeah, they're all fantastic. The, the cast anyway, is impeccable. The cast is amazing. It's a perfect show. Is amazing. It's a perfect show. So, is all of t- season two out? Not quite just yet. No, so just the first two episodes. I think I've only actually seen the first, um, and that's why we're checking in now. And are you? Uh, where are you watching it? Uh, you know, you can watch it if you go on YouTube. You can actually watch it on Foxtel, and you can watch it on YouTube. Sorry, but if you, you you can buy the episodes individually on YouTube, that's crazy, cool. crazy. That's crazy. In a word, go. Andre. In a word. I hate to say it, but I think it's perfect. I think it's the perfect show. <laughs> My word has a hyphen, and it's working mothers. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's Pose, the first episode of season two. That's right. Uh, reviewed for you here on Two Reviews, Movies, Movies, Movies. Onch, you're going to be looking at another TV show, Euphoria. I'd like each of you to get up and tell us a five-minute story about your summer.
That's what it sounds like to take drugs for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Euphoria, you guys, is, as you know it, a TV show about teens, but it's also the Alt-J Fitz pleasure, but in a TV show. It's an ex-Disney star playing a teen drug addict living in, you know, ex-small town in America. Everyone is clicky, teens have tats, and no one has a sense of humour. Strange. It's all drugs, parties, sex, lies, videotape, and Gestaffelstein that make your high school years flashy lights everywhere. Cool! Produced by Drake and Sam Levinson, director of Assassination Nation, Euphoria Episode 1 comes from a Hebrew show of the same name and neon clip music videos, but isn't always boring like most desperate teen TV dramas. Tack on the cocktail of progressive trans casting, body positivity, and shaming toxic men, and Euphoria feels like, dare I say, a perfect show for an uproarious auto audience begging for skins. Euphoria is less antagonistic and more surreal than 13 Reasons Why, but not as energising as pure heroine. Jack, my question to you is, who is Zendaya? Who is she? Oh, don't ask me that question. Zendaya is the grounding force of this this show. The I think she's actress. amazing. She's the lead actress of this show. She's a huge history. And you're... A Disney star. She's a Disney star. Um, and uh, I think she gives kind of a groundbreaking performance in this. There's a bit of a ca- I've never seen someone do limp eyes better. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a trend genre happening where ex-Disney stars are now doing surreal TV shows. We just had Miley Cyrus in an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Zendaya's doing Euphoria, and I can't think of any other examples. Well, there's like this show is like filled with Insta thoughts as well and like mm-hmm. the old guy from Grey's Anatomy. I don't know. I think that this... Well, tell me, Bridie. Well, I, I've seen the trailer for this about 50 million times because it's it's getting it's absolutely everywhere. rinsed at the moment. And I kind of roll my eyes when I seem like, yeah, that's yeah. not for me. Yeah. But I liked Assassination Nation. Yeah, it definitely... Not, yeah, not at the first bit of Assassination Nation, but then when it picks up, you get real sucked in. So do you think I'll like this? I think you'll, I think you'll like it because, for me, it always comes down to whether it's just style and visuals and cinematography and like hallucinogenics or if it's actually well-written characters with punchy one-liners and this show sometimes goes between two of them but I think on its own it has a unique spell that I think you'll like. I think it's at its best when it feels like a MySpace about me that's really self-serious and it's at its worst when it's trying to be Martin Scorsese. But it's never Diablo Cody which I kind of wish it was. I kind of wish it was a little bit. It's not Juno. But it's it's definitely more Diablo Cody than Assassination Nation was. Diablo Cody wrote Juno and Young Adult uh, and and has a sense of humour. United States of Tara. And this show does feel a little bit self-serious but move past it because it's so jam-packed full of detail and love I think. Okay so let's summarise Euphoria this new HBO show in a word. Interpret this as you want, but I'm going to say unfunny, and that might just mean <laughs> it's serious, yeah. but it also I just feel like teenagers always have a sense of humour about things. I'm going to say K-hole. K-hole. Mm, mm, I can okay. relate. Well, those, those are your two reviews for today. Uh, thank you, Jack and Andre. When we come back, we're going to be talking to an emerging director whose latest film is about a drug fueled bender set in Sydney's back alleys and some of the rave warehouses that you've probably been in yourself. We're coming right back with that for Sydney Spotlight here on Movies, Movies, Movies. That one going out to Hedda, it's Okado okay with Amanda Who. You're listening to Movies, Movies, Movies here on Mornings. What's happening? Sydney Spotlight. Jack and Andre here, and we're joined by Victoria Thompson, emerging director of Fiji and Indian descent, living on stolen Gadigal land, graduating afters in 2018, received a short film grant, made a movie, and since then shown in film festivals around the world, taking out the best short drama at the 2019 Scottish Mental Health Arts Festival. Her latest project, Don't Forget to Go Home, is will be a short film about two sisters who run away from their cousin's wedding and go on a drug-fueled bender. 
looking for love in all the wrong places. Welcome mm. to Mornings, Victoria. Hi. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So where did you come up with the idea for this story? Um, basically from partying in waves. And I remember there was one party I was at and I was dancing. And then suddenly like a memory came back to me of me dancing with my family. And then suddenly they were like there with me. And then I just like thought of the parallels between like my life now and like like the it like the like in a sense of when I was younger and like the different music styles and then I wanted to like create a story based around that and based about like coming to terms with like modern Western culture and like a multicultural growing up experience. Has rave raving like helped you with that and like helped you with ideas and like what kind of zone do you go in when you go to a rave? Well, I think going to rave is like is a place where you can just like think. And I get like the, the most clarity of thought when I'm on the dance floor. It's like a chance for me not to have to talk to anyone. I can just like think about stuff. Yeah, I've seen you on the floor. You go into a real zone, <laughs> for sure. And also, if you are following the Instagram and social media campaign, you can tell that your influences are very rave scene heavy. I mean, you Gaspar love Noé. Gaspar Noé, Spring Breakers. You got the neon demon vibe going. Yeah. Do you want to talk yeah. about what, what are some of the movies that you were watching or that you want to watch and then recreate in this film? Yeah, well, like Gaspar Noé films are just like such an experience to watch and like Spring Breakers and like films that like where you feel like you're there and that's like more an experience but the problem is with those films I just hate the characters and I just wanted to make that film but like characters that I actually know people I know and like with real emotions. Can you describe a little bit these characters that you want to make? Um, so the two characters are Asha and Sapna and their sisters and they're older teens and basically Asha is queer and she's like slowly come to terms with that and the younger one Sapna um, really lo- looks up to her older sister and um, wants to just be there for her and is dealing with her own stuff and they're kind of quite close but still sisters and um, don't know what they're feeling um, exactly but they're feeling a lot and so they're trying to like just get through the night. Is it true that this is the first... Screen Australia was saying that this is the first Fijian Indian short film to be made? Or yeah. What's, yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, it's just there hasn't been a Fijian Indian story yet. And Crazy. is there... Like have been Fijian Indian filmmakers. Does the title speak to that at all? Don't yeah. forget to go home? Yeah, definitely. I think um, home is something you can never escape from and means like many different things and sometimes you don't know what that is and it's just like always a pull there for you. And I think also for like the Fijian Indian diaspora there isn't a home and the home is something they're still trying to work out as well because of a lot of political stuff that's happened in Fiji there's been a lot of migration to Australia and it's quite complicated for that diaspora so are you going to be in the film just I will make a cameo ah (laughs) exciting just because I feel like short films always like love letters as well have you cast this no not yet so if you're a Indian girl or Fijian Indian um please get in contact with us love to audition you call out yeah. audition yeah. call out but also you're calling out because you're raising money as well for the film yes yes so we're raising money um we don't have a film school or a studio or government behind us so we need to raise money for like camera and food and locations so we're raising money on indiegogo um and every dollar counts and if you can't donate please just like share or follow us or like if you want to like be an extra or something let us know or give us your time as a crew member just anything would be a great help we'll pop up all the details on the program page for where you can help this movie don't forget to go home to get off the ground we're talking to victoria thompson an emerging director 
And um, and yeah, thank you so much for coming in today. Oh, I, me. I, I'd love to hear what your the best idea you've had on a rave dance floor is. <laughs> so you can text in on 0409945945. Amazing. Thanks so thank much for coming you. in. Thanks, right. Victoria. Thank you. That's all we've got time for this week on Movies, Movies, Movies. It's been a, another wonderful week of learning about all this... Um, Film culture. Film culture, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to a song here by Tenja. This is High, and uh, we've got a little bit of live music from Idols coming up soon. See you next week, Jack and Andre. Bye. Bye.